sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Tom Sides. That is Sean Sides. You're doing that weird voice cadence thing again. It's a little bit different than last time. It just has a little bit of enthusiasm because it's early in the morning and I have to do this fake voice or else I'm going to sound like I'm an asshole. First thing. Welcome to Movie Phone. (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing all right, man. Doing good. Uh, I just found out I got extended. My stay in Montreal got extended. Oh, yeah. How long? Another month. So. So that's good. It's like a nice, like, you know, it's a nice pay bump while I'm here. Everyone's kind of chill and it's like good work and it's OT galore. So like my bank account, my bank account's kind of like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I, it's just weird that I'm paying rent on an apartment that I'm not presently living in, but like, you know. Like, yeah, that's too bad. You couldn't get someone to like take it over for a month or some shit. Oh, could you imagine? That would have been dope. But, you know, I digress. Um, yeah. And then there's like, but like being here is pretty dope. But like I was like using my mom's car to get around. So yesterday, uh, me and my friend Noella, who came with me from the Friday station to do this whole adventure, uh, we flew back to Fredericton, got my car yeah. and drove back. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was like a nice little mini road trip. Fucking we flew in, saw like the people that worked the opposite shift from us. And we're like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, good. How's Montreal? Are you guys back? And we're like, not quite. And then we left. That's funny. And then yeah, we just like went straight to Montreal. My friend Noella took over driving for like the last half. Fucking Leadfoot got a speeding ticket. Oh, shit. Pulled over? Or... Oh, yeah. Pulled over. Wow. They had like nice. the radar gun. The fucking cop like pointed at her like it's Hulk Hogan and said, you over there. And then. Shit. But honestly, cop was really nice about it. Like he was just like, "All right, well, you were speeding." And I'm like, "Yeah, and, yeah, yeah." So I like we, cops. Like a lot of people hate the police. Just one quick rant about this: a lot of people hate the police and don't respect the police. I'm very happy that they're there. Like any class of human being or job, there's going to be assholes from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I'm like super grateful overall for the police for yeah. all the good shit that they do. And most of my interactions with police officers, they're they're nice people. They're fair. They look at like, you know, two sides of every situation kind of thing like we do. I, I respect them, you know. I will say that my big problem with police is that they don't weed out the bad ones. Yeah. And that fucking makes like that whole scenario worse like you look at the all the bad events that have happened in the year like you know yeah like the the problem with being human is sometimes you can't get your own opinions out of your own way and sometimes that's a tough one yeah yeah and you know if you have a bad opinion on something you may have that affect a job where you're supposed to protect the people and then if you have a bad opinion a biased a a bias yeah you're gonna you're you might find a reason to not do your job to the best of your ability which is an issue in today's society yeah it's a tough one it's like i couldn't be a cop myself either because 
there's certain situations you would come into where you being a human being would not be to your advantage. You know, like you see someone that's hurt their dog or hurt their kid or hurt their wife. Like, how do you not react Mm -hmm. in a primal way to those kind of situations? You go full kindergarten cop. Like you hit him. I hit you. That kind of thing. Like, you know, that scene in Arnold Arnold kicks the shit out of the dad that's beating his son. Yeah. Like you go like you go full thing and then god forbid you met as someone that actually enjoyed the jj abrams star trek movies you'd lose your shit you just go billy clubbing up all all across people oh i wouldn't billy club them i'd fucking pull the gat out and yeah they they... (laughs) that shit yeah (laughs) be like uh, ray liotta and goodfellas fucking rolling up on their driveway oh for fuck that that's that is a great scene yeah i watched that movie like a few months ago damn is that good oh it's a great it's a great movie i watched it like rather recently too like within the last year i've watched it it's yeah yeah it holds up good goodfellas is a legendary movie. like there are some hit and misses from martin scorsese but that is a fucking hit yeah it really uh, paints a good picture of that time period yeah yeah man um I I, go ahead no, I was just going to say you had a funnier look on your face than I had on my face, so yeah. you can lead with it. Oh, no, it was just like, so like the day yesterday, it was like ridiculous. I went out the night before, um, got some drinks. I was fucking hungover when I woke up. Like I slept like four hours, woke up, caught my flight. Then like the whole time I'm doing the drive, like I, I had to like, by the time we got to like, we stopped at the little like rest stop to go to the bathroom and stuff. I went to like, no, I'm like, can you please drive for a little while and like i had like, <laughs> like i closed my eyes for 30 minutes and like, it was everything i needed it was like a nice little 30 30 minute cat nap to help me get through the fucking drive That's and sweet. Then, yeah and then away we went uh but yeah no it was like all things considered like we got to the airport for seven something flight was at 8 10 arrived at like uh 9 15 montreal time so 9 uh the 10 15 the uh, fredericton time and we were back by like 6 30 yeah. in the afternoon in the evening nice yeah nothing fun. like a good road trip yeah it was it's great we had like so, so much candy so many chips it was just like nice no road trip food and then like there were some bangers on the radio i'm not sure if you saw my personal instagram account but there's like video of us like rocking out to uh uh tiny dancer by elton john oh nice i didn't see it but i'll check it out yeah it's, <laughs> it's fucking sweet um no, there's nothing like a road trip to like you know strengthen a bond between you and a friend it's just a memory yeah. you know like remember that time that we you know and it's uh something you guys will have oh yeah and especially the fact that she got a ticket too i'm dying like that was so funny because yeah. like That's i know for a fact like, like she wasn't going like overly fast but she was speeding yeah. And like, I just know for a fact that if it was me, I too would have gotten pulled over probably. Like, it's just so, like, there's part of me that's showing, like, happy wasn't me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just, there's that. So I have a shout out I want to do. It's a pretty big one from the Two Sides of the Story family. Um, coming up next Saturday is Uncle John's 60th birthday. Very good. Yeah, he's, he's getting up there. I just wanted to give him a shout out. He deserves it. He's been an avid listener and avid participant in the podcast. And mm-hmm. love you, Uncle John. Happy birthday, big guy. When you hear this, it's, it'll probably be on Monday, but at least, uh, yeah. you know. I do think it's rather funny that you started with the shout out to Uncle John, knowing full well that it was your father's birthday yesterday. 
Yeah, well, I should have done that one last week, and he's not an avid listener at this time, so he can't bust my balls for it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I hope he hears this now and then gives you shit yeah. about it. Like, we need a huge, like, 65th for my dad, too. Like, so mm-hmm. 66, you know, he turned, and it was yeah. a little bit less of a birthday. But, yeah, Uncle John, 60th up on Saturday. No, good for him. Big day. 6-0? Honestly, uh, he's older than I thought he was. I thought you were going to be, like, happy and supportive of the John birthday shout out instead you were like shit on it i wasn't expecting that it wasn't <laughs> that's not that's not shitting on it i actually think he looks very young and handsome no i just age. mean like the the dad thing you're like well f- yeah well i just think that's fine i, I thought that sorry no, uncle I thought john that was i thought we'd peculiar. have a moment what's that I, I just thought it was peculiar i knew full well it was your father's birthday i yeah. just felt like it was really funny you, you led with uncle john honestly uncle john we appreciate all the support and we love you to death on the show I just thought it was funny that you got the head start that is on father, but whatever. Sorry, Uncle John. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I thought turning 60, old man. I always bug him about being old, but he's like so youthful for his age. Oh, he's fucking that it's fun to bust him about being old because he's not like your typical 60 year old. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does like gymnastics and can backflip. Pretty much. Yeah. I wouldn't sense. be shocked if I saw him do a backflip. That's for sure. <laughs> I think I'd be shocked if I saw him do a backflip, just like willy nilly, just like walking in the streets, and then all of a sudden, backflip. What the fuck, John? But that's funny. Yeah. yeah, back to my daddy's birthday. He's so sick right now, which is like unfortunate. We had big plans to take him out to the keg for a nice steak dinner and all this yeah. jazz, and then he got like a horrible stomach. F- bug flu whatever the hell you want to call it yeah. like damn dad like you just can't catch a break right now uh yeah it must have been brutal i mean it's the first birthday without doreen and then to be hit with like a stomach bug holy fuck i i feel for him i mean i shot him like a little happy birthday message uh yesterday and it's yeah. unfortunate it's unfortunate that he fell ill i hope he i hope he feels better it's unfortunate but uh i hope that that keg re- reservation uh is uh, still open for him Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll make it up this week. We were talking on possibly on Friday. He's actually what's telling me that he plans him and Jack have been talking and he's going to be going down to like where Jack lives and they're going to go check out Banff on the next weekend. Oh, that'll be good. So it might might be during the week or sometime. Yeah, it's good for him to get out and do something like that, you know, for himself too, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I I fully support that. Kind of cool. Um. So I wanted to touch on a topic we touched on last week because I've seen it twice now in the last week pertaining to your rant last week, if you recall. Yeah. Or was it two weeks ago? Maybe it was two weeks ago. The roll up the rim situation. Yes. So I went to that like collector con I was telling you about. It it was okay. Like got to check out some cool stuff. The card guy wasn't there. So we were a little bit like, fuck, we're hoping to get some cool cards for the year ahead. But anyways, um, we're standing outside afterwards. This poor sap finishes his coffee, takes off his lid, and begins to roll. Turns the cup, rolls. Turns the cup and rolls. Turns the cup and rolls. Scratches his head and stares at his cup, and finally actually fucking reads what's on the cup. And is like in dismay, I just watched the whole situation unfold. It was kind of yeah. funny timing because of us talking about it on the podcast. And then I saw someone else do the exact same fucking thing. Where they're not reading the cup, they're just still rolling because Canadians have been dialed in to this roll-up situation. Like, why don't they just call it 
a chance at a free coffee. Get rid of the roll up the rim. You're just confusing people at this point. And people mm. have a hard time like change. not just following what they already know. They have a hard time doing like reading and discovering new things in something that should just be simple. But yeah, I I it's been tragic. A bunch of actual people like have like reached out to through the Instagram and the podcast. Like our that little rant that we posted actually got some traction. And then um and then uh, a few people commented going like, yeah, like, can we bring back the roll at the rim cups? Like what it was, was just a fun insta win game. Now that we are adding in extra steps, it's kind of ruining it for other people. And then like, God forbid, there's people that don't even have iPhones and stuff. Like, like yeah. I know that my grandfather is of like, he stopped new technology in like 2003 and like, he still struggles with a flip phone. So like, for sure. If he goes and gets his roll up the rim, he like he's a big Tim Hortons guy. He likes to stop for his coffee, have a little like treat every once in a while. But if he wants to roll up a rim, he he's he shit out of luck. Like we're kind of. I yeah. also find that it excludes the technology uh, technologically inept. Like there's gonna be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there there are people that are of not that are not of the smartphone era and there are some people that have actually gone down back down to a flip phone they like you know what i can't do iphones yeah. anymore i'm just this like i will t- I, i'm team flip forever like it's it's crazy yeah oh I, I know a bunch of them myself yeah so like, yeah it's very exclusive it basically is like just put it on the cup now that it's only for ages 12 to 40 because anything more than that and it's going to be difficult there's going to be problems there's yeah. too many apps already. I don't need a fucking Tim Hortons app. And that's the thing too. Like you're absolutely right when you say it's like from like 12 to let's say 12 to 60 or something like that. 12 to like whatever. But the, you narrow it used to be for everyone. Yeah, I have a question. One. Before we get too far, I have a question. Did you say app absolutely or ab absolutely? I said absolutely but you of course you you're sorry you're, missed opportunity i yeah, was like we're I'm talking not you. about apps Thomas. i'm not you i'm not gonna you go after the low, no, no, this low-hanging fruit this is the lowest form of comedy and you you live by it and i i find it astounding that you love a good pun <laughs> jesus christ and you interrupted my little rant so we could mention a bad pun how dare you absolutely i did <sighs> It's not even good. <laughs> so anyway, anyways, carry on. Carry by on. doing this, you actually narrow your target audience. Like, yeah, a, a, an eight-year-old that orders a medium hot chocolate can't roll up the rim. Are you gonna go like, make sure dad gets all the rolls on his app, and he's just gonna like it's that thing where like it's like stealing Halloween candy from your kids. Yeah, it's like the parent tax, but it's still like. It's a little not. Yeah, right. whoever pays, whoever pays gets all the roll-ups. Yeah. So if you take your friends out for coffee, guess what? All their coffees are your roll-up, not their fucking roll-up, and that's yeah. what makes it so unfair. It's like discriminatory. Yeah, it's, it used to be like it used to be like a team thing. Like, all right, guys, here are the coffees. Good luck, everyone. Like it was like a yeah thing, and now you because now you need an app, and now you need to like scam the app before you even get the coffee. So yeah, if yeah. if you go out and get coffee for like eight people, that's eight rolls. You for get you. all eight. Yeah, yeah. It sickens the game a little bit. It really does. Like Tim Hortons, you got to figure it out, man. Like this is yeah. Like, I get that you adjusted to a time where uh, 
like to a time where it needed adjusting but there are ways around this to keep everyone fucking safe like you're still putting out cups so right there we're fine all you have to do is just roll them out and when we say like we can tell you in the order i have a roll up the rim you get the garbage right there and ready we'll throw it out ourselves for sure a simple solution i have a simple solution for them put a little barcode on every cup and then when they scan that barcode you can get the free coffee fucking genius and then once it like so get this you can take a picture of the barcode once the barcode's been scanned and the price has been given out then it's over yeah that that code dies that way everybody gets a chance still like there's ways around doing this stupid app thing but they're just plugging their app because they want i'm still of like i'm still the mentality we can keep it at we can keep it at the simplicity that it was was roll up the rim and then as long as like you have your little garbage at the foot of the drive-thru or at the cashier and then it's strictly roll-up cups your employees never have to touch the fucking thing you just have to see it visually and be like i want to roll up the rim and then they're like cool man toss that shit and we do it ourselves or there's a little fucking garbage right there just exactly there's a way there's there's we've given them two options here and we're not we're just a podcast like you guys have fucking experts you pay for this kind of shit like so fire someone someone needs to lose their job over this i I also like i didn't realize how passionate i really was about all of this until like like i got really i'm really fired up about the whole roll up the rim issue like this is yeah well we've talked about it now in two different podcasts because like i just like we we talked about it last time and then i saw these two poor saps rolling up and to no avail Mm -hmm. and i was like we need to address this again because i don't know if we were clear enough with our message but my big thing is that we, we there are easier ways around this and i don't understand like like tim horns when like so roll up the rims coming up COVID is an issue well, we got to prevent our employees from touching uh, rims because, you know, it, it could transfer and they can get sick, which I am OK with. I'm going to start yeah. off with that. I'm OK with that. But there are so many simpler options to go through. than well, let's put it on the app and like it, it will make it a very yeah. like it's specific and niche and like, what the fuck you guys like you didn't need to do this. Yeah, it's getting out of control. Yeah, I, I just find it annoying, like. I stop at 7-Eleven, pick up pack of smokes, maybe a Slurpee. Yeah. They're like, sir, do you have the app? Are you collecting points through the app? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Then I go over to fucking Tim Hortons, get a coffee. Oh, no. Do you have the app? Oh, no, sorry. Okay, you don't get the points. Yeah. Go to McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, are you collecting points on the app? Like, no, I'm not. Like, how yeah. many fucking... It's just it's and ridiculous. it's just like saying where like our phone is just gonna be looking like a hockey jersey from Europe where it's just all sponsors and stuff all over the place. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of, I, I don't want to have a fast food thing app on my phone. For one, that's like, like, (laughs) come on now. How often do I have to go to McDonald's to be like, this is so worth it? Like, exactly. Like, even then, like, and that's what they do. Like, there's certain people out there who have problems who are point counters, Mm -hmm. and you're just like giving them a, a vice to get that fix, and it's not like it's dangerous yeah. in ways you know i don't know it's oh. weird yeah 100 percent. like so i don't know i'm i'm pretty anti like i think like i know what i really liked what i found fun was the get 10 on your 10th cup it's free like you get the stamps like yeah. with, with mcdonald's like has that's fine yeah yeah i hold on to it i'm in control of it and if i don't have it that's on me yeah. but i will be fucking outraged if like 
like, like I have to carry things on my phone all the time now. And then like, where's it end? It's only going to get worse. I mean, yeah. like we already like I have scene points for the movie theater. I have these points. I have these points. I have these points. Everything I have is an app for fucking points. I barely like what's the point? Everything yeah. is on my phone uh-huh. now. Like, like I can I pay for I like shit that. with my phone. Like that was like, good. What? You were going on about points, and then at the end, you were like, "What's the point?" Oh, that was fuck. really fucking good. I loved it. It was great. I was like, "You go, girl." See, for me, mine are unintentional. You actually plan conversations just so you can drop a fucking pun. <laughs> You're saying that that wasn't planned? No, it wasn't. Wow. I'm ranting. I'm <laughs> riffing right now. This is just all Thomas O'Natural right now. This is not a thing where. You come in. Maybe that's my influence on you. Right. Is you're just there, doing it naturally. There's a war. There's a war in Ukraine going on right now. I'm gonna make a decent Putin joke somewhere here because that's the only thing I'm gonna bring up. Really, I'm not gonna bring up anything about how tragic it is for all these people. No, 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 no. I'm here to make a bad Putin joke. It was fucking gold. Yes. Yeah. And then our you don't throw away gold. Dropped. Yeah. Fucking stockpile it. <laughs> Speaking of gold, I actually, I I did a thing for myself recently. So through my work, we have like, (coughs) I know it kind of goes in tandem. We have a point system through our work. Wow. Yeah. But it's easier to handle and we distribute it. It, I I don't need an app for it either. Nice. What I got through the, the points was a $250 Amazon card. And if you're asking me, Thomas, you're 32 years old. What did you get from Amazon that's probably practical and amazing? Well, my answer to you is I got a whole bunch of action figures. That's right. (laughs) Should I have gotten a blender? Probably. Should I have gotten more furniture for my very scarce apartment? More than likely I should have. However, I did not do these things. I did get Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) That's sick. I got the cutest of Borg. Nice. That Formerly cool. captain of the Starship Enterprise. A 90s Michelangelo. They looks identical from the movie. Those are sweet. Leonardo. Very cool. Also from the original Ninja Turtles movie. Yep. And Raphael. Nice. All right. And it didn't stop there, Sean. I would love to say that, you know what? I got five of these things. It would it, be worth it, but I had two hundred and fifty dollars to spend, and all of it was going to go towards things I don't need but fucking want desperately. I got an Iron Man action figure in the Mach Three suit. That's going to be dope. That's cool. Okay, and then my piece de resistance, my favorite one of the lot, is I got fat fucking Thor. I got oh, Thor nice. at the end of Endgame. I wanted <laughs> to see if I can find Thor when he looks like the Big Lebowski, just in his like. Yeah. Uh, cardigan and stuff but uh, to get that you have to buy like eight other action figures and then build it yourself and oh wow like I didn't have the time That's intense. yeah it's just and then you have to find them all and then it gets into a, like a real collection thing so I'm happy with what I got yeah I that's treat- a pretty good haul I treated myself and the like with the exception of like $50 of like shipping and I wanted to get something extra I stayed within budget. It was f- basically free. I'm very nice. pleased with this. Yeah. There's nothing better than spoiling yourself a little bit. We work hard. Life is hard. COVID was hard. 
the situation unfolding in the world with possible nuclear war every fucking day is hard we deserve a little bit of prize for ourselves, a little bit of joy. If these things give us joy, don't judge us. Let us have them. Let us love them. Like that is so fucking sick. I'm jealous of those Ninja Turtles because the movie turtles were sick. Yeah. And it's cool. And like, and they were really pricey too. I'm not going to lie, but because I had the gift card, I just made sense to me that this is what you get. Thomas, congratulations. This is your, this is what you're going to get for yourself. And I don't have Did you move. have four of four turtles there or three of four turtles? I have three of four. I need to get Donatello. Donatello was not in Canada. However, on Amazon.com, Donatello is available. So maybe I'll see about getting it shipped to Uncle John. If you're listening, hey, happy birthday. <laughs> uh, I was going to say he might have done it, but because of what <laughs> happened earlier, I don't know now. I didn't shit on him having a birthday. I shit on the fact that you wished. Him no, you were just like, you know what? I don't care about John's birthday. No, no, no. Steve's birthday. You're we flipping this completely, that. sir. I'm not. I'm upset with you now because you have flipped <laughs> it into making me feel like an asshole. And no, sir, I'm not. You're an asshole for forgetting to mention your father's birthday first. No, I don't think that's how it went. <laughs> I just wanted to give John a little like shout out, and it just got ruined. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Donatello, yeah. maybe we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I might, I think there may be a ship to Canada option, which I might go for. We'll see what happens. Cause like I got three and I kind of went looking for Donatello at a few stores yesterday. And yeah, yeah no, like I think they're kind of hard to come by now. Like there was yeah, a day I, I feel- remember. I remember I walked into EB games at a local mall and I saw them. I was just like, I can drop a hundred dollars right now and get them. And then I did. And, and now I can't find them anywhere. And then, like sure. I had, like it was like the same thing I did with Ghostbusters. Like, like I had all four of them in my hands. And then I went, "No, Thomas, you're an adult. You're responsible. You don't need to buy toys. You should be pi- buying rent. You should be uh, paying. You should be investing in things, stocks." Can I like? Can I be give you a really good valid argument in life here? Yes, you are investing. You're not spending it like sillily because all of these things, like those are collectibles. People want those. They fly off the shelves. You can't keep them forever. You can't be buried with them. So one day you might have to liquidate. And in that day, your investment will pay off. Oh, I kind of hope so. Like I am, I I am going to take them out of the box because I am that guy. Um, I'm just looking at them now. The Star Trek ones are my favorite. Because you know how there's usually like an age and up kind of thing? And yeah. Like for toys, like for six and up and all that. Yeah. 17 plus for these ones. That's funny. This is for the age. So if you're 16, you're too, you're too young to enjoy Locutus of Borg. I'm sorry. You can have this. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why that is exactly. Yeah. But I, I thought that was hilarious. So yeah, so I'm on the I'm on the hunt for Donatello. And then yeah, like maybe down the road in like 2050, I'll have to sell these things, which is I'm fine with. Yeah. Oh, one day. You never know. And like I've said this in previous podcasts, when you're the caretaker for collectibles and you get to pass it on to the next person, it's pretty cool feeling. Yeah. You know, like if you're an old man and or you know, you have kids or grandkids and you're like, I want to give my grandkids these this collection of ninja turtles from yeah. 2022 and then they'll be like oh my god and it'll be their holy grail in their collection like that kind yeah. of thing you know that's pretty neat and then so like yeah i'm not like huge on it but i know like a lot of the figures that i do own 
I know that you can't find them. Like I have Jay and Silent Bob action figures from Jay, uh, the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back movie. Nice. You can't find those anymore. I remember like no. I, I used to date someone when I was in Edmonton and she didn't like the fact that I liked buying action figures for myself. I think that they're like great decor pieces. Honestly, if you have like a nice little mantle and you can have like, you have like a movie collection or a book collection and you have characters that go with it. I think it's like a nice little way to liven things up. So, for sure. so she disapproved of it. And then for Christmas that year, her dad got me a, gift certificate of uh one of the malls the kingsway mall okay where they have a disney store yeah and i knew full well where that money was gonna go we had broken up and then just a nice little fuck you was i used that gift card to buy myself a buzz lightyear and sheriff woody from (laughs) the disney store and now i have like the legit like buzz and woody and like like i have those like these are things like i I, like i did something for me and i was a little bit spiteful about it yeah that's nice yeah it's nice when you have those opportunities in life that's for sure yeah because like i don't know she didn't like i don't ask for much out of a partner although she just didn't take joy in the things i took joy in and then and kind of poo-pooed it and i don't give a shit for that attitude at all like like no that's tough and I, I feel like I rein it in. Like this, like this is a big haul. I get that, but also like, it was free mostly. Yeah, you know, like justifications, you don't need to make. You shouldn't have to make. You know what I mean? If you love something, they should love that you love it. They should feel your passion yeah. and appreciate it. They maybe yeah. it's not their thing, but they should be happy for you that you found it at yeah. least in a partner, right? Yeah. So like, I, like I, I don't ask for much. I just want to know, like, every once in a while, like. The bills will always be paid. The the, oh, the, yeah. the important shit will always be covered. Just every once in a while, Thomas is going to venture off and be like, I need this. And it's going to be a hand solo action figure. And we're just going to have to be okay about that. <laughs> See, I find it odd on the opposite side of the spectrum when you go to someone's house and all they do with their money is pay their bills. You know what I mean? They don't have, they don't collect. They're just not a collector. They don't give a shit about like collections. Maybe they're into certain shows. And when those, when you meet those people who don't have any like interest in that kind of thing or appreciation for it, any kind of collecting, whether it be like a geode or just something, they have no, like it's, they're robbing themselves of the opportunity for joy. You know, like the way you look, the look in your eyes showing me those sweet ass Ninja Turtles and the look back you got of me being like, man, those are cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I probably would have bought the Ninja Turtles, possibly even the Star Trek figures myself. Yes. Yeah. But other things that you've shown me in the past, maybe I wouldn't have gotten, but I still appreciate the fact that it brings you joy. And I'm like, yeah. I'll sit in my basement sometimes just looking at the cool shit that I have and being like, man it means something to me like that's so cool like the holding the phaser from the original series in my hand and be like man that's sweet that i was able to like reel that in and it's like almost like a accomplishment or it it just gives you something you know and it's it's cool and i agree like it's a very like honestly it is a very nice feeling that i have like have these like and i can't wait to kind of like you know what we had like i showed like addy's kind of collection and how he kind of changes the that's cool yeah i kind of want to do that I am yeah. bummed. I'm bummed. I couldn't find Donatello. I'm really honestly. I I really am. And I tried to find uh, Data. Apparently, Data is 
very hard to come by. But like, uh, I don't know if you see them in passing, please let me know. I will shoot yeah. you cash because like I, I I got a decent haul. Like I'm looking for like there's a Spock and Kirk, but they, I think they're like more of like they're not in the same kind of realm as these ones. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man, like I I go through the collecting things of the characters I care about. Like that was my thing when I bought um, Funko Pops is I don't need all of them. I need the one. I only get the ones when I go like that character means something to me. And that's what I did. Like I have the sexy Ian Malcolm like from, from Jurassic Park. So uh, sexy Dr. Ian Malcolm. I can't, I, I'm sorry. I took yeah, the you me that. <laughs> but, like I've had, like, but I have other things like, like Beetlejuice was a big thing. I have Beetlejuice. I have, um, I have the gremlins were a huge thing for me. I, I got the two gremlins, uh, Baloo from Tailspin was a favorite. Uh, Launchpad McQuack cool. was a fan favorite. Like, I got him. Like, these things, like, these characters from when, like, I was a kid. It's not only that, because, like, these are characters I hold dear from when, from childhood. But it's also something, like, one day, if I hold on to these and I'm lucky enough to have kids, I can be like, like, these are favorite characters your dad likes. Would you like to see why I like them? And then we can hop yeah, on the sure. Disney Plus. We can hop on the this, the that, and the next thing going. And, like, like I want to share my my love of these these characters, these stories with these kids that I hopefully have one day. So definitely, like, it, it, and it's that like I'm gonna show them Ninja Turtles. Like I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, sure. There's like 88 incarnations, but this was your father's version. Like this is what I grew up yeah. watching. So like if I can find the 80s cartoon and then show them the 90s movies, like holy shit, why not, man? Also on a bigger, deeper dive these uh ninja turtles were done by jim henson and you already know how big of a fuppet fucking muppet guy i am i fucking yeah, love them no so the fact that there's a tie-in there is amazing yeah that's really cool in that sense yeah so, i like that kind of thing so, it's just passion and i have the same like passion obviously i have a lot of them and it's funny Addie's like you know picture that he did it's inspired me too because I have like a decent little pack of Ninja Turtles, decent couple He-Man, couple um, just different random ones here and there from from life, right? And I'm like, I've been toying, toying with the idea that I want to make a scene like he did. I, that was unintentional, but I had to reemphasize it. Sorry about that. I mean, like, how many times do I not have to laugh for you to keep like to stop? You, you fucking love it every time. <laughs> Don't you lie to me. That was so unintentional. And then I fucking heard what I said. And I was like, yeah. you just said toying and you're talking about toys. Yes, yes, yes. And then I, you know. That, that's pretty anyways. Was it? I'd no, like but to yeah. make But you have like a decent setup. Like you got the, I got you the Skelegod, right? That's, like, yeah. that's what he's called. Yeah, Skelegod. Uh, yeah. And then like you could do something dope with that. Like you can make like, a weird fucking shrine where other characters are actually bowing down to him. You could do other things. Like you have a dope collection yourself. I've seen it when I went to your house. The, like, like, like you showed me. I shit. had a bunch of shit put away then too, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I like think that. I'm gonna do like a weird orgy. Have them all like posed in sexual positions with each other. That's what I was thinking of doing and sharing it. But yeah, that's we'll see. I mean, whatever floats your boat. I don't tend to judge different strokes for different folks. But hey, you don't play with your toys like that. No, uh, not anymore. I'm not gonna lie. There was like a phase in childhood where I just like thought it was funny. 
I had some set up one time and I'm, I can't remember what friend of mine it was, but he rearranged all my action figures into um, precari- precarious positions. It was pretty yeah. funny. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> wow. That's pretty fucking sweet though. Um, yeah, no, I, cause when Addy showed me his setup, my friendship with Addy is it's good and bad for the sense of like, he'll show me things and then i'll be like fuck i need that or yeah. i want that and challenge then have, accepted and then there's like that whole like how do we go about this now like how like honestly like how do i like how much do i have to put away to get there and then and then eventually you need to like save up to get there although like these ninja turtles i've been toying with buying them for years now yeah you have I did it myself. God damn it. I it was so you. good. I liked so, it. <laughs> I've been, you know, but I've been thinking about getting them for years. Like, I remember when I first saw yeah. them, I didn't buy them. I should, I, I felt like I should have then, but I didn't. And like, I have friends that, you know, like, like Marty doesn't get it. Like he doesn't like, he, he, he views it as like a waste and all that stuff. But yeah. But like, again, like he just doesn't see it the way I do. Although I will say this, he got me Peter Venkman. So he appreciates the fact that I do appreciate these things. So, Makes sense. so there's things like, and it, it's just that I got, so I got like my figurines, I got like this, I'm going to get them set up to, uh, you know, I'll, somehow I'll get them set up for something. I, 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 the thing is, and now like, like, if you look at the detail, you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, you look at the detail on them they all come with like a pizza and all this stuff so you can kind of change like you can go from violence to just chilling real quick with these toys so i can have like a ninja turtle pizza party if i really wanted to Um, that's funny yeah or i could uh you know like and i can't wait to have like i don't know like i have a card and i have a locutus like i can do like multiple like a multiverse of star trek if i wanted to where the away team is just (laughs) Picard, Riker, Scotty, and Bones. That's funny. Yeah. Definitely lots of opportunities of, uh, yeah. like, I've seen a couple things where people do these scenes and they, like, almost act them out and they'll add audio tracks over top of it and do all kinds of crazy shit like that. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool, too. It's like I showed you with uh, Lieutenant Worf, the security system we installed out of the cabin. Yeah. It's pretty cool to just do that kind of thing for fun and i took a few pictures with wharf along the road trip and a couple of them turned out quite well and it's just fun to like you you make you choose your own adventure with your um collectibles yeah and i I like that like there i've seen a guy on instagram that'll um angle the toys so he'll be far back and the toys are front and they take the picture and it looks like he's just chilling with his with these characters yeah like i wouldn't mind doing something hilarious like that i think that'll be fun yeah that'd be cool for sure so the, w- there's some like good options ahead of this and i'm i'm just looking forward to whatever fun i can have uh yeah and, and it's and just it, like we said it's the joy simple joys yeah. in life you miss out on them and you know you're missing out yeah. you're missing out i think we should both uh take battle scene pictures of our figures at some point it'd be a cool thing to post up yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna show off the uh, the toy. They're still gonna be in the box. I'm only gonna take them out of the box once I kind of know 
uh, my my future is still in the hands of like other people right now which is a super For sure so but once i know where i'm going to lay down some roots in the future uh, i want to have them set up taken out of the box and play because like i got myself a spider-man the other day uh like a couple months ago i saw like a uh, spider-man in the iron spider suit cool and uh i, I showed addy and i had left all- walmart and he goes like dude those are rare uh you should go get them and i went and i got us both uh spider-man and now like like that's fucking sweet so i got one for him got one for me and then when i came into montreal i was able to hand him the spider-man in person and all that stuff so it's just been a it's just been a a a cool like it's fun to be a part of it and it's fun to share it with someone that actually is on the par like you would be on par with all of this like i'm pretty sure like you're still like looking for shit for me like whenever you see these uh what are they the, the the mega i think is the the company mego the the mego company like if you see one that isn't like i don't give a shit for the old klingons i don't give a shit for the old aliens no we talked about that yeah yeah but like with the characters that i I fell in love with are the iconics yeah and that's what i want i just want to you know what's funny too i haven't seen a single one of those and i've been to like a variety of different fucking stores from toys r us to walmart to all kinds and I haven't seen a single Star Trek one. I don't know if they're not being fucking sent out here or if they're just getting bought up immediately because I haven't. And same with the Ninja Turtles, like nothing. Yeah. Well, what I would do is maybe ask a worker because if they can go in the system, maybe you can. I might do the same. Maybe I can put in an order for one because I don't know how you like. I got lucky. Honestly, it's what it was. Yeah. I got really lucky. Just timing. Yeah. It just like for the original three I got were Bones, Riker and... uh and scotty they were just there yeah it never hurts i actually did i have a figure i can share with you too that i picked up at collector con it was the only thing that i got while i was there mm-hmm. because i couldn't pass it up for three bucks because there was a bin of three dollar toys it is red shirt mr wharf dude with batleth little dude. plastic batleth and a little like thing for him to stand on and a phaser that is shooting a fucking that's phaser. that's incredible yeah. that is fucking incredible yeah. i had to get it i was and like it looks hey, legit too. that one looks better than the other wharf you have yeah it's not bad it's not bad at all i was yeah. like it, it's like the angry early wharf of the red suits and i, I couldn't i had it sitting here and i was yeah. like i hadn't planned on showing it to you even though you just showed me all that but i was like oh fuck it you should probably see this because it was a quick little buy and you know you can't go wrong Mm. he's got a fucking batleth i was looking through there was a couple different ones but i saw the fucking wharf with his batleth and was like uh fuck yeah i want that so i bought it for myself for three bucks and i can't uh complain that dude i'm actually super jealous because like that is that is a fucking badass figurine that is fucking, yeah you know. it's it's old school it's one of the 1994 ones or something like that but it's sick like i i couldn't turn, pass them up for three bucks yeah uh no i uh i, I gotta tell you man that looks incredible i'm really i i too am a little jealous of that haul like and that was three bucks yeah what else was in the bin uh they had uh, like a variety of different ones like a lot of that was the best one i'd say 
Okay. I wasn't like in a cheap mood or anything. There's just, that was the one that spoke to me. So I was like, yeah, you're coming home. They had like, not just Star Trek in there, other action figures from other shows that I didn't even know kind of thing. So I okay. picked through and saw Worf and was like, how much are these? And he's like, oh, three bucks a figure. Like, okay, take my money. Take my money. Yeah. I, that, that's, yeah, I, I think that'd be, that's a great purchase. I'm sorry that you hear Foley in the background. He's going nuts for some reason, but other people are not a big deal tending to his needs but yeah no like that's a great that's a great buy yeah why not right we deserve it that's the way uh i feel about it too it was funny that it happened to be that you just got some too because yeah fucking great minds think alike well done sir well fucking done speaking Um, of star trek i finally finished discovery how'd you feel about the finale it was really interesting like i liked the throwback to the original series that not all other life forms aren't like bipedals you know it was like a completely different new life form of a different degree it was interesting some of it was very pleasing that's for sure i like the visuals like the idea of a different place and a different world and it was interesting um it felt to me a little like star trek the motion picture not in the sense that it was boring um but in the sense that it was just like it's another like being like we haven't had like it like it was like a they're not corporeal is what i'm trying to say yeah and like to me it got to a point where like all right like this has always been their big bad and like the i i I miss the i miss a b like i miss a bad guy that we can see like i liked that we had the in Deep Space Nine, it's the the changelings, and it's uh, in like in TNG, it's uh, the Romulans, and like like there's another yeah. like, I don't know like when it's just like a non corporeal thing, it seems a little lazy to me. It seems like that's what Discovery is about in ways, and like different seasons, it's like the AI, the. Uh angel or like there's all kind of like it's they're trying to do bigger than life scenes which like it's it like like i said it's a throwback to the original series because there was a lot of that in the original one with kirk there was weird like entities that didn't have a body or you know weren't like you like, said corporeal yeah and you it's, got it's that an interesting too like it, it, it's around like it's always there yeah i just like the idea of doing it in one or two episodes I don't like having a whole season dedicated to these things necessarily. And that's what I have a problem. My only real issue with discovery at times is that it's hard to go back and rewatch because mm-hmm. when I watch episode one of season two, I'm like, uh, the red angels, your mom. Yeah. And it's over, you know, like all the like build up, who could it be? And there's like episode, like a whole episode de- dedicated to like who could it possibly be and all the dialogue put together throughout the season you get a whole episode of just them being like who is it who is it who is it and I'm like I've seen the last episode it's the Red Angel so yeah. then all of that is just throwaway you know and that's what's disappointing sometimes same thing with Tennessee like who could it be what could it be who is it what is it we like, don't even okay, know their actual name no and that's another thing like they you know showed us it and i feel like they closed that chapter like okay now we know when it's over and it's like that's a god level thing like a cue you give us a little bit more about like what is it why is it what is the purpose you know i don't know it just like it's good and it's interesting star trek and stuff like that it's just yeah i I find it's harder to rewatch 
that series than any other series because it's not episodic it's an entire season to tell one little story well so is picard picard is now like the the, the storytelling is a lot more linear like you're yeah. trying to sell a whole arc in a season as opposed to what star trek sure. original was it's either episodic or the occasional like two-parters and they have some great two-parters i just watched oh, yeah. the unification episodes from season five those are good fuck when they bring back spock yeah unbelievable but yeah no i although i i will say i did find this season very slow uh as far as star trek goes uh yeah i don't care for the politics of it all i don't like when the first episode started and a whole planet got fucking destroyed annihilated and and uh, and booker's family's uh gone and i felt that and i was like this is a badass beginning i'm fucking in and then it became about starfleet politics and it became about this and then we're rebuilding the federation i was like okay i understand like i understand i'm just this used to be about uh, like the, the everyone's goal was about expanding the universe and i guess we are in a way but here we are trying to just expand the universe but also not going anywhere yeah while we're like on a shit party a little bit i just want to quickly yeah. say something um general stupid bitch who just was like i'm gonna casually betray all of you and starfleet and earth and every other fucking planet in the federation and then they're like yeah no big deal you should get a commendation and we love you and ha ha ha." that really fucking bothered me too like the general from earth you know what i'm talking about she literally fucking betrayed she betrayed everyone she did dishonor to her service she's supposed to be a fucking on the level military practitioner like you're just gonna fucking betray everyone you're working with and then everyone's gonna be like hey it's all good no big deal lady i don't like that character i don't like the way that that was written into it at all like i you don't just like fucking betray everyone and then everyone's like oh yeah no it's all good you betrayed us no big deal right you almost fucking could have killed us all and destroyed fucking planets and all this shit like, cause they saved the day by getting in communication with Tensi. She was helping the people who were just trying to kill her or yeah. kill Tensi. Sorry. Here's my thing with that. I understand it. It's pretty willy nilly. Yeah. I understand. I get it too. I get it. Look at Michael Burnham in season one, how she got put in the break. Yeah. She thought she was yeah. doing what was right for her ship and she was wrong yeah. in doing so. But she thought she was doing right. Eventually, we all going to get thrust. And upon what happened moments. to Michael Burnham, though? She yeah, was outcast of... by Starfleet, and she yeah. was charged. And that's what I just and and now she's that's... a captain. Now she's the starship captain. And yeah, she earned her way. One back could to argue that the Discovery is the flagship of Starfleet right now. I'm okay with redemption, but I'm not okay yeah. with like. I, just I feel like there will be a redemption things. story here, but this was this was the thing. Like I the whole it. thing about it being political was there's uh there were two options and when you go the when you go the right way of doing it when they want to make communication just like like let's see if they can explain it to them they had to have that other option of just like what if they actually are dangerous and don't realize uh, and don't give a fuck about what they're doing yeah oh you you have to do that for sure but it's just but but that wasn't part of the team and just sit in the back quarters and be like i'm gonna fuck these guys over it was like wow but she saw it it just was bad storytelling yeah what's that i don't don't think it's bad storytelling you needed that you needed it added a sense of uh 
like like you got betrayal ads to the cliffhanger like what she just did that well how are they going to get by they're trying to make communication and they're still fucking them up like what's going on like it makes some interesting facts about yeah, like you need, how you need conflict and earth has forward. really changed in the last in this timeline yeah. from what it was what we knew because earth was a paradise you know and now it's like there's villains there again and it's interesting yeah. and and you need that conflict you need and you need that inner struggle of just like i don't think this is gonna work uh, and i don't think we're gonna be able to fight them if we do they they those guys over there they have a plan let's fucking go with it and it's just it's it, it's letting someone's own insecurities get ahead of them it's uh, i disagree with you when you say it's bad storytelling i think it's great storytelling yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like that character one bit. Okay, well, you're not supposed to like it. No, they did its job. Thing. But everyone okay. in the end is like, "Oh yeah, you betrayed us. We're cool yeah. with that." And that's well, not how I roll in my well, life. I, 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 when in times like she's gonna pay for that. Don't worry. Like things are coming. I doubt it. Way. It didn't seem like that at the end. They were like, "Great job, General," and almost fucking had killing us all. Great I guarantee job. you, she loses her rank and all that fun stuff. Like even mm, Booker, Booker, like is kind of getting off scot free. He's got to do like a bunch of years of fucking volunteer work that was bizarre like the result of that i was like okay yeah, yeah. i think yeah, no, overall but, like, i liked it overall visually yeah. pleasing overall interesting villain you know and it's a good show I, I enjoyed it what do you think of the love affair between saru and the president of navarre formerly vulcan it's very odd it's odd it's very odd i just don't know like how and in which context their bodies are gonna combine wouldn't you kind of love to see a sex scene between those two that'd be very interesting I just, I, just I like a, all right so you'll get it uh like i don't know he's his ganglion starts fucking tickling <laughs> <laughs> don't they relate to, like, he goes he, he goes through something that's similar to the pon farno I don't know. Yeah, there's. I don't remember their mating, like the Kelpians. They talked a little bit about it of coming to age and like yeah. how they lose their when they die. Like it was all fucked up because of the Saurians or whatever that were overlording them. Yeah. So I don't really know, and he might not even know, which is interesting. Yeah, he's so lanky, you know. Yeah, I and I love. I she's love like the, rigid. I, we were talking about this last episode. I love the commitment that Doug Jones puts into his. Uh, his characters yeah honestly, every walk movie. every scene he's just awesome yeah so i'll i'll say that like i uh we even got to a point where addy messaged me the other day where he's thinking about re-watching star trek nice png and you know what that makes me so happy because i get that we talk about this a lot the reason we do is honestly the foundation of our bond it's yeah, what it is in a lot of ways it, it it's that it's the the nerdy stuff and right now the only nerdy stuff that's on tv right now is star trek shit like we just yeah. got through book of boba fett all the marvel stuff all this stuff. but as of right now it's star trek and it, and it's taking yeah. the world back by storm where i'm hoping that like we're gonna see like I, i'm buying these star trek toys now and i hope that when they see that these sales mcfarland's gonna be like oh shit i'm gonna re release a line of just like the captain's or the like first officers of starfleet like like the whatever the fuck like i just want to see yeah. more of this stuff and like the, the the artwork that goes into these things are amazing to me and i love it the detail the the one thing i don't like about my picard is i am 98 percent sure 
that there's an actual Starfleet button on Riker's uniform, whereas his is just in the felt. Okay, yeah, that would be cooler if there was a button on it. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, beggars can't be choosers. I do. It's like an interesting be- time to be alive, that's for sure. Like yeah. I begged when Next Generation, First Contact, um, Insurrection, and what was the last one? Uh, Nemesis nemesis when all those came out i was like it's so good and it all ended and i was like man this is devastating like i i just needed more uh, more storytelling there i felt that way like all through my 20s and then to be blessed with picard to see like continuations of it all and then like when discovery came out and the idea of a new star trek show coming i was nervous you know because it's a new generation and every generation of star trek fans has their star trek mm-hmm. and obviously next generation deep space nine voyager is my era so i was a little nervous going into the new era what kind of, like are they going to steer the franchise in the right direction mm-hmm. and everything that's come since that worry has been just astonishing and like seeing like example getting to watch crystal like she had never even seen or really even heard of star trek all that much before we met and watching her watch discovery and now picard and even lower decks she's just like this is good like and she's into it like oh like it ends every time the credits start to roll on discovery she's like no what the fuck it's over and you're like this is that good of like an entertaining show and 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 we were talking about it the other day. I think the number, the reason why certain people don't don't get into Star Trek is they're just not watching it. They just don't know what yeah. they're missing. Exactly. And, uh, like this is like as much as this is a podcast of like you and I getting to know each other. It's like we share this love of a thing that we both kind of fell into organically, and it turned out that you and I bond over this shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, honestly, no, it, it is. and it's cool getting to watch it. Like when you text me little things, like man, I just watched this one, and it's like so good. Have you gotten to the Picard episode? I don't remember the name of the episode yet. Sorry, not Picard, but Next Generation, where there are four lights. Like, have you got? Oh yeah, the- it's on its way. Okay, that's it's such a good two parter. I'm gonna watch yeah. it again because it's yeah, like um, so good. I-, I watched TNG recently as well, so. You know what is a great episode is uh, the they go through like a rift or something and then the Enterprise loses all power and then like Picard's in a turbo lift with three kids. That's a Riker, good one, yeah. Riker, the, uh, O'Brien's having a baby, but she's in 10 forward. He's on the bridge. Counselor Troy's the ranking officer on the bridge. So she's got to get orders and, and fucking chaos all over the fucking place. I love that episode. And especially when you see the arc of Picard being a well-known guy that isn't good with kids. Yeah. Having to do this thing, that moment where he starts giving rankings to the, the kids. Well, you're the oldest. Would you like to be my first officer? And it's just, yeah. like, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful moment. It's just, it was, and it's like he, and he handled it the way, uh, the best way he could, which was like, let's treat this like it's a fucking mission because yeah. I don't know how else I'm going to do it. It was great, like storytelling and like personal development for Picard in ways too, right? Yeah, and eventually uh, we're gonna get to the episode where they celebrate Picard Day yeah. on the starship, and, <laughs> and then Riker does his impression, a little on, puppet thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. Like, <laughs> that's a good fucking so, like, there's, great like, scene. And there's great things, and like I like someone was over uh, my friend Noella. She's staying at the house while we're doing this thing. Um, she overheard me talking about how there's someone for everyone in Star Trek, like. Yeah, it, it is the most LGBTQ positive show that is in the mainstream, I would argue. 
because yeah. there's literally someone for everyone. I, it wasn't for always sure. like that. I mean, like it took decades for them to have Sulu come out as gay, and they did that as a tribute to George Takei or Takai, whichever. I I always fuck it up. It's uh, okay either way. I don't. Uh, but they they did that as tribute to him because he's uh, you know a, a well known homosexual advocate. He is a homosexual, and and that's great. Uh, like and then they gave that tribute, and now we're in a position where there is a gay couple on uh, a, a, on a starship, and it's no one bats an eye, no one like it's 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 the mainstream, and it's it it just shows progress going forward. There, like to me, a a same sex like. I would be more weirded out when they do the cross breeding of a Kelpian and a Vulcan. Like I'm just, but that just piques my curiosity of just like, I just want to know how that works. But also like it's, but like, it's no less weird. It's people finding love through other things. And uh, like, I, I, it's just, it's a nice thing to see. It's good storytelling. It's, it's, it's super inclusive. It's a beautiful thing that we get from a show that has been around since the seventies it was breaking down, sorry, since the sixties and breaking down barriers. The first interracial yeah. kish on television was uh, Kirk and Yohara and they fought for it. Yeah. No. And it's amazing. And like just seeing the impact that it's had on the world is impressive. You know what I mean? And that's what, what we don't think about sometimes is like fan fan guys talking about this kind of shit is that this is inspiring a whole new generation as well like the original series next generation they inspired people to become astronauts people to become engineers people to do all these things and like to, you know sometimes you get lost in the, like just the cool storytelling and the cool visual effects but sometimes something can mean more to someone else than it can mean to us and it's pretty yeah. powerful in that sense like it's an inspiring i always say this people ask me like why do you like star trek why do you watch star trek and my answer usually always is consistent it shows one incarnation where human beings work together and move forward as a race in a positive light. Whereas in like every other fucking form of media that we watch right now, humans are going to murder, kill, zombie apocalypse, destroy the world, blah, 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 blah. It's like, humanity at its worst. This is one of the few examples where it's humanity at its actual best, where their mission yeah. isn't to destroy. Their mission is to explore, uh, explore and yeah and expand and that's something beautiful about the show even if nothing else like if i have a bad day or i'm losing a little bit of faith in humanity i'll come home and like put on the inner light you know the season five episode of next generation where he gets zapped in the head and he wakes up and he's not himself and he's in a different world and it's just the Mm -hmm. people transmitting that it's a great fucking episode too just shit like that it just restores like a little bit of faith in humanity and like why we do what we do why we go through the hardships we go through because there's we are the pinnacle on this planet right now of intelligent life and we can use that intelligence to make the world better to to explore the galaxy to like there's those those potentials are there we see them now in our lifetime where it's like we might go to mars you know we might be able to have a habitable ecosystem in some of these places the moon mars like we're in that direction of time or we're gonna fucking nuke each other and we're all gonna die like Mm -hmm. let's look to the future like why can't we find all the commonalities between us and all like that's what star trek is it's like all these different people who are just working together there's no more lines drawn between you know you're oh you're from this side of this imaginary line well i'm from that side so i don't like like that's gone you know all that shit's gone and it's just we are a race of humans and we need to go like be one 
and that, that's what's beautiful about it it's so well said man like and then again so i know that we start to talk we talk star trek a lot to the point where we might as well just be a fucking star trek podcast however i i, I just i like talking about anything like i like i one reason why i wanted to show you the ninja turtles is i know that you're a fan too and you had a whole bunch of them yeah. i don't even know who your favorite ninja turtle is as I don't know, as a kid, I would definitely say Raphael, rough around the edges, a little bit moody. You know, I liked him a lot. They all have their endearing qualities. Michelangelo, fun, loves pizza, jokes around. Leonardo, yeah. the consummate leader, sacrificer, you know, the man. And Donatello, the brain. Who has like, sex with machines? They say it in the theme song. <laughs> I just love it all. I love Donatello it all. Donatello does machines. Yeah. I'm going to say right now in my life, I would Leonardo. Mm. He's been my mo. Like he had swords. I was always a sword kid into swords and shit. I think Leonardo's my guy. Michelangelo was always my favorite. I like the goofy character who yeah, I could see that. be serious when he wants to be. And when he's like, I don't know, he's just like here for a good time. He's a little bit of a bro. He has nunchucks. Like, like are you serious? like, honestly, those are dope. Like, yeah, there, there's merit to all four of them. Don't get me wrong. Like I, like I don't hate any of them. Like there's no, there's no a, wrong choice. Yeah, there's no wrong choice. I do think that, like, you could kind of dictate your life kind of based on who your favorite the Ninja Turtle was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but like, like I went. I think I went from Raph being my favorite because he was like the cool one, but he was also a bit like jaded. Yeah, but Michelangelo is just like a goofball that could be a badass when he needs to be. For sure. And like he always made me laugh. So I have a thing for like the I as you already know, like I've told you on like so many different occasions when it comes down to like favorite characters. Like I'm when it comes to like Disney and shit, I'm a big goofy guy. I love the comic relief. My favorite yeah. character in TNG is fucking Riker because he, he as serious as he is, he's the smoothest fucking one and he cracks jokes. For he, sure. Like even does like an impression of Picard like to him, and he's just like, oh, number one. Da, 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 da. Like he does. It's his- hard for me to pick favorites. Like I don't. I never really looked at it in that context. Like who's your favorite character from each of your shows? Yeah. I don't know. Like there's so so much depth to any character if it's written and the story's told right. Yeah. Like it's a tough one with Ninja Turtles because I said Leonardo's my favorite, but then I'm like, but I love Raph too, and I love fucking Michelangelo too, and yeah. I love Donatello too, and Splendor, and like it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down, but like it, it is for me, like uh, like in everything I watch, there's always that one like there's always the favorite, there's always the one that you kind of bond with most. Like I love Tom Paris, I loved his love of '90s fucking culture, I love his. Yeah, uh, the, the way he was like a bit of a rebel at the same time, you have know, a fucking badass, and then also committed to doing the right thing. Um, he also got taken down a peg and then raised again. Like I for me, it's Janeway from uh oh. Voyager. I just like she's the consummate leader, like motherly type figure, and I just respect her and like she's my favorite character, I think, of Voyager. And with and, and then that's great. Like honestly, yeah. that's great. Like like we're all allowed to have our own little favorites and like these guys that i like are like my favorites for like weird reasons too like honestly like i share a love of like 90s pop culture era and all that stuff and so does tom fucking paris granted they yeah. were, the show was done in like 1995 so it makes sense fairness yeah but like yeah but like uh my favorite power ranger was always the green than white ranger i just like the long hair the fucking dragon sword the everything like the fact that he had a shield and the fact that he only needed one 
and they created one Megazord and then they would fight side by side. Dude's <laughs> a fucking badass. Like he was like, like you, you don't have to do like the show that he's better, but he like he's fucking better than all of them. Like he like he almost took down all the Power Rangers by himself. But, but like what I'm saying is, in every childhood series, like even X Men, like I think a lot of us would agree that Wolverine's our favorite. Yeah, of course. Um, but like there's merit there's so many different characters. which is funny because he's like the Raphael of the x-men characters from the old cartoons and shit yeah which is a very good point but yeah i think that because the ninja turtles were done so well that none of them are unlikable in any way no that's true and they're heroes like yeah that's the thing with writing a lot of these characters and you know it's funny too like i i just recently watched a couple episodes of deep space nine the eddington series mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah where the, the he's, he's a hero the... too and in, in his own right which is so interesting like a different dynamic on this the spin of the story is like eddington was trying to fight to for the maquis to prevent the cardassians from abusing and beating down his people and you know he's an enemy of starfleet he's an enemy of the cardassians but he's a hero to his own people and i like those kind of stories that fall in the lines of different character telling and storytelling too right well because you're like you're not always the hero in your own story but you might believe in a thing where you're just like it it, and you stand up for what you kind of believe in and there is there's heroicness in that whether you're right or wrong that's that's for the history books to decide yeah. later on, but I don't know. Great they, storytelling, just the villains, the, the heroes and all yeah, that. Where you can, win, like, it's like Magneto and X-Men. Like, he's fighting for the mutant, the rights of mutants to a certain extent because he was so mistreated. Yeah. Like, he, he went through a exactly. Nazi camp, but, he was, but it was because he was a mutant, not because he was, like, uh, Jewish. And then he, he, he went through all this fucking hell just because... Like, and that's what I love about the X-Men. The X-Men is anyone can relate to the X-Men because just because you're a little bit different and then you're then you become obscure and pursued. But yeah. then there's other ones like there's good points to why they should be registered because for one reason, one could literally just walk into a bank vault. One yeah. can control our fucking minds. Yeah. One controls all complete metal. He could just fuck up the earth if on a whim, if he wanted to. That is fucked. It is. And it is like, no, it, it's a tough call. Like if you're living in that universe, what side of the spectrum you would fall on? Because there's these people out there who can, like you said, do all these fucking crazy things. And from a bad perspective too. And once one of them has done something terrible, then you're scared of the rest of them, like legit scared of them because yeah. they could fucking destroy you, your family or the whole world based on a thought, you know, there's a, there's a line from Batman versus Superman when, where Bruce Wayne, uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is going like, it, like Alfred is trying to be like, he hasn't done anything wrong. He goes, Alfred, he can destroy the earth on a whim if he decided to. And if there's just a 1% chance of that happening, we have to treat it like it's a goddamn certainty. Yeah. And like, I was just like, that's fucking badass. And that's him like going like by his own code of what we need to do to save the world is just exactly. We, we have a man here who like, who's from another planet, but who can fuck us all up if he needed to. Yeah. And if that's the case, like, what do we do then? We can't stop him. Yeah. We need to have a contingency plan. And that's, that's the scary part about all of it. Yeah. And that's why I love, like, that's why Batman's my favorite character of all the DC ones. Cause he is the one that knows like in everything he does, he has a contingency plan for every one that could turn on him. Yeah, he, he, has, he hopes they don't. 
hundred percent. He hopes they don't. Yeah. But yeah, he, he has a plan in place for every single one of them. If the, if, if it's needed and it is fucking badass, like, cause it's, it's the right thing to do, but it's also like, but it's wrong on a certain level. Like there's a whole episode where they kick him out because of this. They kick him out of justice league. Yeah. And then, and then Superman takes him aside and goes, well, what's the contingency plan for you? He goes, the justice league. Yeah, that's cool. No, I like that idea that concept too. It makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying like there's, there's we talked about this before it's just there's some great storytelling and and all the stuff and all of the fanboy fangirl stuff that's there and it gets this bad rap because like this is what children like or that's what like nerds like that's what like if you took a minute watch an episode like I'll, like i'm trying to figure out what like my main episodes of tng are to get a fan in like i also love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I fucking like. I love it. I loved Angel, even though we, you, you and I have a difference of opinion uh, on certain things. But there are some great episodes. Yeah, I like that we love different episodes too. Like, yeah, we both love, love, love these things, but we see it from different perspectives, which is yeah. like the power of the storytelling. Yeah. Why do you love the way you love? Why do I love the way I love? It's just, yeah, because we argue about the puppet episode. I think yeah. I thought it was a stroke of genius, and you thought yeah, it was and a I'm a skipper on state. that episode, which is yeah. fucking hilarious and. High like yeah. retrospective yeah to, to me honestly that was like the best episode of television i think i've ever seen about anything but i <laughs> but i also but i but i love big leaps i love like trying like we're gonna go a little bit weird here and like and so that like so like it all kind of comes down to like this is how we got to know each other we argue a lot about like where we stand on things I love the J.J. Abrams movies because to me, it's just more Star Trek. You dislike them for, you know, the... I like them. I just, there's aspects of them I don't like. You yeah. paint me a little bit too aggressive on the don't like them okay. side because I do own all three, all well, the first two movies and I will buy the third one eventually to add to the collection. So I don't hate them. I just have a few issues with them in certain little ways, but I still love them. Like they're yeah. great movies. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. entertainment. Anybody starts out with those movies. If that's all they've seen, it's fucking good, but it opens have the a door. Little What's it that? opens the door. Honestly, exactly. The door. That's what it did too. In 2009, when these came out, discovery can exist. Picard can exist without the JJ Abram movies. So I do love and I have an appreciation for them. Yeah. They're just not my favorites. Yeah. And, and then anyway. we go. Like to me, any movie is better than Star Trek motion picture. <laughs> but uh, but we can go but we can go about this and like I like that we can deep dive our fandoms and all that. Like I love knowing that you know who like who your favorite on anything. Like who is your favorite of uh, of the TNG cast? Like do you have a favorite? It's a tough one, but like Data is a high one. I've always been very fascinated with Brent Spiner, like acting, performing Data, and the idea of Data, like. All the data episodes when I go back and rewatch TNG, I just get super into. You Did know, he ever win an award for that character? No, because his level of commitment is unbelievable. It oh. is unwavering, and it, it it's the like, best. It, it might be so the best good. acting ever. Because you to be emotionless, yeah, literally emotionless and to the point. Like that is, like, can you imagine? Like, and not breaking. He has to not break. He's an android. Yeah. It's it's impressive as fuck. And like his character, like obviously, you know, each each character at times get their own stories told. 
one of the un- unsung heroes of uh, TNG that often gets overlooked by fans, um, Dr. Pulaski. She's like an amazing character who just adds so much depth in the early seasons, right? Like you just needed that, like you needed that character to develop the show. Um, who else? Who other favorites might be out there? Um you're, you're trying to get a reaction out of me, Sean. I'm not going <laughs> you have it. Look, she's not without her merit. You needed a no. doctor. I don't I don't know why Gates McFadden had to leave the show for season two. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't tell you. I will say my my bias against her is because she's not Crusher. Yeah. Um, it was a hard switch. I didn't like it either, but yeah. I'm just And then around. I hated the fact that she would just challenge data all the time. Like uh, anyone that treats data like he is an android, I get that he is an android, but like, yeah, it pisses me off too. It bothers me. And then, like she, like I don't mind it when Crusher goes up against Picard, but she would just go about against Picard all the fucking time. Where I'm just like, shut up and do your job. They tried to like write her almost like uh, bones. Yeah, in certain ways to be a little bit more like confrontational with the mm-hmm. brass. And yeah. it is what it is. I'm just, sorry, I went off on that tangent. Picard's my favorite, probably. Data's my favorite. Um, yeah, I'd stick with those two. I do like uh, Riker, obviously, and Worf. And Worf had a weird like character arc in Next Generation in ways as like so much sacrifice. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like, there's just so many like high quality episodes featuring any of the different characters you know that's what i love too is that they all kind of get their time to shine like there's a there's a jordy central there's a there's a Riker central there's a crusher even yeah every everyone kind of gets it i know what I, i really love the episodes where like wesley almost gets a girlfriend i find myself rooting for that kid all the time yeah. And then, like, the one, the, there's two episodes where Ashley Judd is in. I just watched the, the one with the game, and they first meet, and they hit it off. Like, I love that. That little meet cute, and then they hit it off, and things get flirty, and then they have to go save uh, the Enterprise. Like, that shit's just fun to me. That is just good. Like, it's good fun. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's for sure. Yeah. So I find myself rooting for that kid. All good stuff. Time. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, where we're at. I don't know. But we can go back and forth on this all day. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, I've since bought Spider-Man No Way Home on um, on digital. Nice. I think you should, because I want to talk to you about this movie. I'm going to bring it up every episode until you watch it. What's I, it on digital for? To watch it? Like streaming service or just no, like no, you own like, it? You, I, I own it just digitally. When's it coming to Netflix? First and foremost, that is a very insulting question. Fine. How dare you? Pay for it. Buy this movie. It is the greatest Spider-Man thing you'll ever see. We'll see. We'll see. That is disgusting. (laughs) The worst part is, I'm going to fucking, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be so good, and I'm going to love it so much. Apparently, you can wait to watch it, Sean. I I can. I can wait to watch it, and that's what I've done with all of the Spider-Man movies thus far. I've waited until it's out. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. So I'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. We like, will talk about it one day. It's like, going to probably be of... in 2026. But Batman, we are going to talk about it that day. I'm so upset with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just upset. <laughs> yeah. um, we're getting fairly close to the wrap up here. So yeah. I should probably tell you what I had to tell you. There's a tiny 
minuscule, tiny little thing coming in your mail on Wednesday. And you're not allowed to open it until we record the next podcast. Just FYI. Where's where's it being sent to? Montreal. Okay. Very yeah, to your house. I'm very interested. All right. Cool. We'll talk about it when so uh, so I, I wanna is it in a box? Yeah, do not open it. Until it's in a little box, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I think I I think I can guess what it is. What do you think it is? I think it's a chip. No. Oh. Well, then our listeners are going to be so disappointed. Um, Then I'm excited. You'll find out on air. Okay. I can't wait. Uh, I'm a man of my word. I did it. I I was just as good as when we did the Christmas exchange. So, um, yeah, I know. So, yeah. You like a surprise, like like your older cousin. Yeah. Should we do birthdays, gifts this year? Like, I know you and I both had one in the past. Yours is in uh, October, right? September 23rd. Yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know. Like it's we can like we'll have to plan it out a little better. We don't have to you plan it I out. Mean? It's just me going. To I do like our like know. Christmas gift exchange. Maybe we could do like something in the middle between the two of them. Like figure out because then it's like content for the podcast too. Like if we did yeah, one, yeah. I guess it would double something like that. Like let's pick a day and be like two sides of the story day. We'll make it that day. Oh, okay. So this is episode fifty one. This is this is weird. Next one is our year of doing this. Or I think April 10th is our year. So we got like two weeks. Yeah. Do you want to do an anniversary present? We, we have should, enough time. But... We, we have enough time. We can set a budget. We can plan this right now on yeah. air. Do you want to do just, an anniversary present? Let's just say that's part of what has oh. already taken place. Okay. I already kind of like thought about this in advance and sent, sent something. How but it's not you? like, no. No obligation on you. I just thought about it would be a nice idea because next episode is our one year anniversary yeah. episode. So I was like, I should send him a tiny something to open up on air. So oh, that's, that's adorable, man. I appreciate that. I, I wish I was part of, I wish I was part of the thought process. Cause I like, I would like to get you a little something for our, anniversary. I don't expect anything, you know, it just, I know I just, I just for one, I've been really busy, so my my mind has been elsewhere, and uh, like the sleep deprivation has been fucking incredible. But <laughs> um, uh, no, that's that's very sweet of you. I I think I would like to. I'm gonna look for a little something and send it your way. Yeah, no pressure, no rush, but it's yeah. something we can look at in future years too, and just say yeah. like, why not? Right? It's kind of a cool fucking milestone, and it's content too. So, I, and speaking of content, I have one other thing I want to bring up. Where like, what are we at on the Instagram? At like three fifty five. Oh, uh, I can pull it up right now. This uh, is just preliminary talk, but I want to do a giveaway to give away a two sides of the story hat. And we need to work out how we're going to do that. Exactly. We need to get the Instagram up to 500. So yeah. something like you add a friend, you get an entry into the pool. We'll run it on like random.org and everyone who enters will get an opportunity to win a free two sides of the story hat. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know. I we have to like mark down who our followers are because sometimes we just get random follows. Well, it's pretty um, simple too. Just like if you add someone, send us a message. Let us know on Instagram. Um, you want to follow us on any of our social medias? Just shoot, shoot us a message and say I'd like to be entered in. You know what I mean? We'll get we'll get word out there. This isn't like yeah. an immediate rush of next to next like tomorrow we have to do this but we're gonna set something up because i think it's about time we did a giveaway and i think we should make it open to like any fan can any like current follower can enter as well yeah. but the goal is when we hit 500 
we'll give a giveaway to one of our 500 followers. So we'll do this. Um, current followers, if you... No, we'll think it. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. I just wanted to get your mind working on it. I think that's a good idea. That's a really, really good idea. Um, It's been a long time coming that we should do like a giveaway. We got a lot of people listening, so it'd be fair to put something out there for them. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I like. I've seen other podcasts do giveaways and all that stuff. I'm like, why not? We 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 can do like one one uh, hat, one t shirt, and then and then go talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that does it for uh, this week. Agreed. All right. Well, great ideas, man. I appreciate it Um, from from all of us here at Two Sides of the Story. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Live long and prosper, everybody. Have a good week. Two Sides of the Story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.